Um, happy Christmas Eve, Eve. I hope everyone's doing something fun, festive. I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna be very low energy today. I've been having like a very terrible week. Um, I'm there's like two big things in my life right now that are like pretty awful. But I can't really talk about them right now. When I can, I'll obviously vent to you guys about it. But right now, I can't really say anything. But they suck big time. <laughs> and it's really been, like, weighing on me. Um, I was, like, doing fine throughout the week. But I think having... Because I was, like, so busy that I think I was just like, okay, cool. Like, I'll deal with it when I deal with it. But now that it's, like, the weekend and I obviously have had, like, some downtime, I feel like it's, like, entered my mind space and... I'm just not having a good time right now, so this podcast episode is probably going to be pretty low energy. I thought about not even doing it, but I don't know. I just figured, like, I like to stay, like, on routine, and I don't want to get in, like, the habit of not doing it, like I've talked about multiple times before, like, and I feel like this holiday season, like, the upload schedule has been, like, so off, and so I don't want to let it, like, keep becoming a habit, so I figured I'd... (laughs) pop one out for you guys. I'm so selfless and I do so much for you guys. Um, but yeah, so that's me right now. Kind of just in my feelings. I wish I could, I think I'd feel better if I could vent, but unfortunately, like, I just can't. There's just, like, the, one of the things I just can't talk about because I just never know who's listening to this. And the second thing I can't talk about because I just don't have a definitive answer yet. So I don't want to say anything until I have an answer, but... I don't know. I'm just, I'm just bumming. Um, also I, this is the third Christmas I'll spend by myself. So I'm kind of bugging about that too. It sucks. I haven't had the Christmas with my family in four years or like any holiday with my family in four years. So it's kind of just like a bummer. It like kind of weighs on me every Christmas and for you guys don't know that I I work my normal job, but then I also dog sit. Like, I have a pretty steady dog sitting business. Um, and so, like, this time is, like, my obviously, like, my busiest time. And so, like, this time of the year, I'm always just, like, so swamped with dog sitting. And I just feel so overwhelmed. And, like, so I don't even have, like, the option to leave. Like, I can't even be like, you know what? It's, like, Christmas Eve. And I changed my mind. I'm going to spend, like, $600 and just go fly home. Like, I don't even get to have that option because it's, like, well, I have to take care of these dogs until January. Like, I don't have the option to leave. And it's kind of infuriating. And I think next year I'm just not going to dog sit. I said that about this year. But it changed. But next year, for sure, I'm going to put that out there. Like, I will not dog sit for anyone during Christmas, and I'm going to try to spend it, like, at least with one family member. What also sucks is, like, I'm kind of the forgotten family member now because I have three sisters, and all of them have kids and, like, their own families, and I don't have any kids or, like, a husband, and so, like, I don't have any grandparents or I don't have any grandkids for my parents to, like, love on. So I think my family kind of just forgets about me a lot of the time. Sorry, I'm just, like, writing my diary about, how like, how depressed I am. But... I feel like a lot of support from you guys, and that's why I feel so comfortable talking to you guys. It feels, like, really good, even though I'm kind of just, like, talking to myself. Um, But you guys always reach out after every episode, so it's, like, a little, it's, like, a little supportive community I have. Um, But, yeah, so I'm kind of, like, the forgotten family member. I, like, live in Seattle by myself, and I don't have any kids, so my parents aren't really interested, (laughs) I think, in me anymore. 
So, kind of sucks every year because all of my sisters and my parents all live in different states. So even if I were to fly somewhere, it's like I would have to choose one of them. Like, would I fly to Florida, to Tennessee, to Louisiana, or to Arizona? Like, none of my family is like together. And like I said, like everyone has their own families. So it just blows. I think I'm just having a day. And that's okay. You're allowed to... Here's the thing. I like talking about mental health because I like normalizing it. You're allowed to, like, have a day. You're allowed to feel depressed. You're allowed to have a day. You're allowed to be in your feelings. Like, there's nothing bad about that. You're not, like, pathetic or, like, ungrateful or whatever. Like, you're allowed to sit in your feelings sometimes. And that is what I'm doing today. I'm sitting in my feelings. Um, But, yeah. Sorry to, like, God, what a dramatic and depressing opening. (laughs) I don't know. Also, it's been, like, raining hardcore today. Like, pouring rain, like, on and off. Because here's the thing about Seattle. Like, yeah, it rains a lot. But usually it's just, like, a sprinkle. Like, a constant little sprinkle. But today it's just been, like, pouring buckets of rain on and off. And so maybe that's why I'm in my feelings, too. I don't know. I'm just stressed and overwhelmed. And I just... I just... And a lot of things are, like, up in the air for me right now. And I hate that feeling. Um, I'm kind of like a control freak where I just want to have answers, so I don't know. But anyways, (laughs) sorry to ruin everyone's mood. Um, (laughs) bloop. I will say one positive thing. Um, I have a new niece, so that brings up the number to five. I'm not very involved with my niece and nephew's lives because I don't really like kids, (laughs) at all in any form but when they get to be teenagers I'm gonna become the cool aunt that's when that's when will be my time to shine when they're like teenagers and they want to get like secret tattoos that's gonna be my time to shine like that's when I'll become the favorite aunt they're gonna be like oh Morgan we've like ignored you for like all these years but like I hate my parents and I want a secret tattoo and I like want to spend the summer in Seattle like chain smoking and I'll be like get on up here girl (laughs) this is the place for you um so yeah that's why I never really talk about my nieces and nephews and I never see them so I'm always like "Eh, I think they're like still toddlers I don't know I like don't know anything about kids but I do have a new niece she's just a tiny baby she was born last week and she's very cute she's just small (laughs) like I've said on an earlier podcast Babies are just tiny, man. They're just little potatoes. Um, But to get away from the dark, depressing opening. (laughs) Sorry, that was pretty dark and depressing, but I like venting to you guys. Um, This week, nothing really crazy has happened in the celeb world. So this episode's probably going to be pretty quick. Although every time I say that, it always ends up being like a long episode. But yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy has happened this week. Um, but so let's just get into it. You can stop, you can, if you're skipping past me just feeling sorry for myself, this is the place to stop. So, as we've talked about Cardi B and Offset's, like, (laughs) tumultuous breakup, like, she's posting on her IG story that she doesn't want to be with him, then he's, like, interrupting her performance to, like, ask her to take him back, who can keep up? It's like a tennis match. I'm just like watching the ball the ball go from like court to court to see like what the fuck's happening. I'm dizzy. But right now they're in Puerto Rico together celebrating Christmas with her family. Um 
She says that they're not back together, but she did want to spend the holiday with, like, as a family unit. Because, as you guys know, they have a baby together. Her name's Culture. So she wanted, you know, Offset to be able to go to Puerto Rico with her and Culture and, like, spend it together as, like, a family and have Culture's dad there to spend it with him. So I respect that. Like, me and Megan were talking about, she's, like, so mature about this whole thing. Like, he cheated on you (laughs) multiple times. And you're just being so mature about the breakup. Like, uh, that would not be me. Um, but yeah, so they're together in Puerto Rico, but yeah, she says that they're not back together. They're just spending time together as a family. Um, and then let's go back to my notes. You'll probably guys will, you guys will probably hear me typing on my phone. So sorry. Every place I'm dog sitting over Christmas has no Wi-Fi or like they don't give me the Wi-Fi password. And I always feel weird asking. I don't know why, but like, I never want to ask like, Hey, (laughs) what's the Wi-Fi password? So I always just like, because I have like unlimited data, so I'm always like, okay, <laughs> let's watch on my phone, don't worry about me. Um, so you'll have to hear, so now I'm like reading notes off my phone. This whole episode's a goddamn mess, but is anybody even listening? Everyone's like spending time with their families. I'm sure like no one will even listen to this episode. Y'all getting drunk with your families, trying to avoid conflict. Um, but you know who's not getting drunk is Demi Lovato. She's like out of rehab. She's like living her life. She was even on James Charles' YouTube channel getting her glam on. And she put out a statement that said like she doesn't want to talk about it yet. Like she doesn't want to talk about what happened. She doesn't want to talk about her sober life. She just wants to say like she's happy. She's doing good. But she doesn't want to talk about it. And like when she's ready to talk about it, she will. But she just wants the tabloids to, like, stop trying to pry because she's just, like, moving on with her life. And she wanted just to know that anytime that a tabloid says inside source, that it's not an inside source. Because if it was an inside source, they wouldn't be talking to the tabloids. And I was like, damn, that's true. That's deep and that's true. Um, so yeah, she's just, she's just moving on. She's not looking back. She's just looking forward. I'm pretty proud of her. Good for her. I mean, that's got to be, like, obviously, like, almost dying of an overdose is traumatic on its own, but then to have, like, the whole world know, that's got to be, like, kind of humiliating, and then to come back and be like, hi, everyone. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine, like, the humiliation of that, or, like, you know what I mean? Like, the embarrassment. And I'm not saying she should be embarrassed. Like, addiction issues are a big issue, but still, like, you you can imagine she's probably embarrassed, like, I or us, I would be. Because it's like the whole world knows like about all of your dirty secrets. Like, that's crazy. Um, so I'm pretty proud of her. Good for her. Hopefully she sticks with it. And then this is kind of devastating news for me. Although I'm not really feeling it that much. Maybe because Kim's just really been on my nerves. But everyone thinks like the Kardashian era is over. Um, they haven't got good ratings on their season this this season. Their last season. And I'll admit, like, it really wasn't an exciting season. It was pretty boring. They're, like, not that... They used to be, like, really funny and, like, do a lot of fun stuff together, but they're, like, not that funny anymore. I feel like they got too famous for the show, if that makes sense. Like, because they used to be able to go places and do stuff, but now it's, like, they have to have such heightened security, like, they can't even go to, like, a restaurant without renting out the whole restaurant. Like... So most of the scenes are, like, shot in their home, and it's just, like, conversations. I don't know. It's just kind of gotten boring lately. And they're, like, especially with, like, social media being so big, like, most of the times, like, we already know the entire backstory before it airs, 
And so there's, like, nothing for us to learn. Like, back in the day, like, you'd be like, oh, my God, we finally get to figure out, like, what had happened during that situation. But now it's like, well, that was, like, nine months ago, and we really know everything. So people are thinking it's it's almost over. There was, like, some leaked emails from Kylie and Chloe over, like, the... Because, like, Black China is, like, suing all of them because she says that they, like, hurt her financially by canceling um, her and Rob's reality show. Although, like, that was all on her because she, like, got a restraining order against Rob. So it's like, how can you have a reality show together if you have, like, a restraining order against the other person, <laughs> like, the other half of the show? Um, but then there was, like, some leaked emails where it was Kylie saying, like, you guys know I hate filming for the show, but I I promise to, like, deliver good stories and, like, be cooperative with filming as long as you cancel Robin China because, like, the show is, like, threatening to my brother and to Dream and it's, like, not healthy. So, and then, like, Chloe responded to, she was like, Kylie, like, makes a great point. Like, this reality show is, like, hurting a situation and it's becoming extremely toxic. And they, like, threatened not to, re- like, not to be on the show anymore if they didn't cancel Robin China. So, that's just some insider scoop we got this week. And it's like, I get it, because like I said, Black China literally got a restraining order against Rob and then thought that they could still film season two of Rob and China. That doesn't make sense. You can't have a show called Rob and China and then have one person have a restraining order against the other one and still think like you can film it. That doesn't make sense. China, just move on with your life. Oh my God. But yeah. So they, like, threatened not to be on the show anymore if they didn't cancel it. Um, and I guess Kylie hates filming, which makes sense because she's never on the fucking show anymore. She's never on the show anymore. And they, like, replaced her with Kendall because, like, Kendall never be- used to be on the show. And now Kendall's, like, on every episode. And all she provides is her, like, snarky-ass comments to, like, literally anything her mom says. She acts like a 13-year-old. She literally acts like a 13-year-old. Her mom will say, like, wow, I love those pants. And she'll be like, your pants. Or, like, just, like... <laughs> like, she said one time, like, those are great jeans. And she was like, your great jeans. She's so annoying. Everything she said, like, everything that Chris says to her is so sweet and so nice. And Kendall just replies with, like, a snarky comment and, like, rolls her eyes and acts like she's, like, too good and too bored to be there. It, like, literally is, like, talking with, like, a preteen when they're going through that, like, I'm embarrassed by everyone phase. But Kendall's, like, 23 years old. (laughs) So, like, what the fuck? I hate her so much. (laughs) And they, like, try to be, like, it's because she has social anxiety but it's like i'm sorry you don't have social anxiety with your mom and like social anxiety is not gonna make you act like a snarky bitch kendall's the worst character of the whole show i was just i think i'm just like reveling in it right now because i just watched um the last the finale episode yesterday and she was just being like such a snark to chris And I was like, why are you here? (laughs) You don't want to be here. Why are you here? You don't need the money. You're once again called America's, like, richest supermodel or whatever, like, two years in a row. You don't need the money. Just be off the show. Because I don't think that there's many people out there that are, like, rooting for you to be on the show. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) 
Um, so there was like a little, little flur of controversy this week when people thought that Beyonce released new music because someone, who knows who, like it's a mystery as a, at this point, probably not to Beyonce, but to the rest of us, re-released some of Beyonce's old, old music under the name Queen Carter. That way they, they could get, like, royalties from it. I think that's, like, the scam. is like, you release it under a different name. And then, like, obviously you get royalties if it gets, like, a ton of plays. So that happened this week and everyone was, like, fucking excited because they thought Beyonce was, like, releasing new music but trying to be sly about it. But then everyone realized it's, like, her old songs, like, remastered or something. Um, so she had to, like, serve up a lawsuit and get it taken down. So, no music from Beyonce this week, unfortunately. You know that bitch is going to drop an album on us at, like, midnight, like she always does, where she's like, Haha, I'm giving no indication that I'm ever going to drop me music. I'm always on vacation on my yacht. Oh, surprise, bitch! Here's a whole album and movie to go with the album at midnight on a Tuesday. That sneaky hoe. So, yeah, no new music from her, and that person got a lawsuit handed to them. And then, let's see what else went on this week oh but speaking of kylie so it was announced that travis scott is gonna perform with maroon five at the super bowl and if you're like wait what yeah i know i don't get it either travis scott with maroon five one i don't even know if i knew that maroon five still like was a band (laughs) Is is Adam Levine still in it, or is it just, like, the other members? I'm not sure. I feel like Maroon 5 is such a mom rock group. You know what I mean? Like, moms in, like, their 40s and 50s love Maroon 5. But, like, does anybody else? I don't know. Um, I don't listen to the radio because I don't have a car, so, like, I can't even tell you, like, what's on the radio right now. I truly have no idea, like, what plays on the radio i still just listen to like emo music from 2007 because i can't get out of the phase because it wasn't a phase mom um so i don't know if they're like popular still uh i don't know i will say though that travis scott does not go with maroon 5 so i don't know what the fuck it's gonna happen during the halftime show (laughs) there was like this meme that i'd sent to megan that was like it was like Maroon 5 during the halftime show. It was like, she will be loved. And then it was like Travis Scott, straight up. <laughs> but like, I don't get it. So I guess we'll just wait and see what's going to happen. I do think it's funny, though, that he's performing at the halftime show because last Super Bowl, Kylie announced that she and Travis had a baby. That was like when she put out the announcement of her and Stormy. And like, so no one really cared about the Super Bowl because everyone was like freaking out about Kylie Jenner becoming a mom. So I think it's funny that it's like, and now he'll perform <laughs> during the Super Bowl. They just want to take all the Super Bowl fame all times. And you know what? I respect them for that. Um, Speaking of babies, Bravo Dad is now going to be a dad in real life. Andy Cohen is um going to become a father. I think he said in six weeks he has a surrogate. He's had a surrogate for months now, I guess, behind everyone's back. And he just revealed it on his show last week that in six weeks his baby's going to be born and he'll be a dad. I'm pretty happy for him. I, like, got teary-eyed watching it. Maybe because I could just cry over everything now, but it was just, like, so sweet. You could tell he was, like, very excited but kind of nervous to say anything. 
uh, he's gonna be such a good dad. And then, like, Anderson Cooper's gonna be that baby's, like, uncle, because they're, like, best friends in real life. So, like, that baby's probably gonna be cool as fuck. I'm pretty happy for him. And, like, is that baby gonna be on The Real Housewives? Like, after reunion? That would be incredible. Just, like, Andy Cohen, like, the girls yelling at each other, and Andy Cohen just has, like, a baby and, like, a baby carrier on his chest. I would die. Um, so yeah, that's pretty exciting. I'm pretty happy for him, and I can't wait to see little pictures. And then, um, oh, we got some 2007 gossip. We got informed on some 2007 gossip this week. Paris Hilton is doing, like, a press junket. (laughs) She was on, like, a million things this week. I think it's because that new Netflix movie, American Meme, is out, where she's, like, a focal point of that movie, but... Yeah, she's just, like, doing a press junket this week, and she was on a million podcasts, and on one of the podcasts, actually, it might have been Andy Cohen's, I'm not sure, but on one of the podcasts, they asked her about the infamous pictures of her, Britney Spears, and Lindsay Lohan, like, all in a car. If you're familiar with the most iconic pop culture year, 2007, then you know exactly what pictures I'm referring to. They're, like, paparazzi pics, and it's, like, Paris Hilton driving... Britney Spears in the middle, black-haired Britney Spears in the middle, and then, like, Lindsay Lohan in the passenger side, and everyone, like, freaked out because they were, like, so all these hot messes partied together because back then all three of them were hot-ass messes. Y'all, they were a mess. Um, Lindsay Lohan still is. But so we, someone finally asked her about those pictures, and she said that her and Britney had been out, like, partying that night, and they're, like, getting ready to leave. So Paris is, like, in her car, and they're getting ready to jump, or, like, ready to to drive off. And Lindsay Lohan just, like, jumped in the passenger seat. And it's, like, a two-seater car. So, like, Britney Spears is, like, sitting on the console because, like, Lindsay Lohan just, like, jumped in and was, like, go, go, go. And so they were, like, okay. And so they, like, drove back to Paris's house and, like, had a sleepover. <laughs> You guys, 2007 was, like, truly the best year. Um, So, yeah, they just, like, had a sleepover together, and Paris was like, I don't know why she invited herself. Because Paris Hilton has, like, said multiple times, she does not like Lindsay Lohan. She doesn't think that Lindsay Lohan can be, like, trusted. And obviously she, Lindsay Lohan is, like, a psychopath. Like, I've revealed that to you guys multiple times throughout this past year of podcasting. Like, let's remember when she tried to kidnap... (laughs) kids on the street like refugee kids on the street that was only a few short months ago um so nothing's changed in 11 years so yeah that's the whole story is that Lindsay Lohan just like invited herself and then like I think Paris Hilton said that like once they got to her house her and Brittany went to sleep and like Lindsay Lohan left to like go to another party but we finally got the backstory they weren't friends with Lindsay it was just a weird (laughs) weird occurrence um Also, can I just say that I'm, like, fucking in love with Paris Hilton, and she is, like, the epitome of pop culture. Like, all pop culture craziness, I feel like, started with her, and that was all before social media, and she just, like, built this brand off herself, so she's a queen, and you can come for me if you don't believe me, or if you don't agree with me, and I'll meet you in my DMs. Um, Last week, I told you guys about how Roger Jaywell from Jersey Shore's husband was, like, posting all these videos about her on his Instagram 
and like saying that she's like vile and like hatred filled and she like put a restraining order against him blah 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 and I said it was like a damn mess and that he should take that off of Instagram and maybe just be a grown ass adult and like handle it in person well and remember how I said like he seems like the suspicious one because like why would you post that all on Instagram when you know you have like hundreds of thousands of followers because your wife's famous well guess what y'all i was right because guess what he has been calling mtv all week demanding that he be on season three of jersey shore family reunion so that he can tell his side of the story um (laughs) what what (laughs) you want to be on jersey shore your wife's tv show so that you can tell the story of divorce of your divorce, even though you've been telling the story through Instagram videos. Hmm, that's oddly suspicious. Why do you want to be on an MTV show to tell your side of the story when one, you shouldn't be telling your side of the story anyways, because you guys should just be handling this in like family court. And then two, why would you need to be on MTV when you could just continue with your fucking Instagram videos, bro? He's clearly, like, chasing the fame. It's, like, so pathetic. Like, your kids are involved. Like, stop. Handle this with a lawyer and with Jenny, like, behind closed doors. You don't need to be on a fucking... Your wife's show. That's another thing. Like, don't don't get involved with your wife's work, even though it's, like, just a reality show. Like, that's still her job. I don't know why all these men, Offset Roger think they can, like, interrupt their wife's work in order for them to, like, tell their narrative. Like, that's your wife's job. Like, don't mess with your wife's job. Jersey Shore's her show. That's how she makes a living for your guys' kids. You don't need to be on it. Offset, Cardi was performing. That's her job that she does to provide for your guys' daughter. You don't need to go on stage and interrupt. Like, why are these grown-ass men, like, trying to, like, get involved with their wife's work? It's embarrassing and, like, Y'all need to grow up. So, yeah, that's the shade on him. He's trying to be an MTV castmate. (sighs) He's embarrassing. He's, like, in his 40s trying to do all this shit. Like, I can't even imagine my parents, like, doing that. Like, grow up. Like, this all should just be handled not in the public eye. (laughs) Like, that's so detrimental to your kids. Oh, my God. (sighs) Anyways. And then... In other news, you guys know I hate when people come for my girl, Ariana Grande. Y'all know I hate that. So why the fuck is old, crusty-ass, dried-ass, looking like Spongebob when he's in Sandy's home with no water-ass Michael Rappaport posting a picture of... And if you guys don't know who Michael Rappaport is, he's like a C-list actor who has had some small worlds in the 90s and early 2000s and pretty much now just looks like this dried up Spongebob when he visits Sandy. Um, he was Phoebe's boyfriend in like two episodes of Friends. He was the cop who like shot the bird through the window. He's like a quote unquote comedian, but I don't think he's funny. And also he's pathetic and... Anyways, this week he um, posted a picture of Ariana Grande from like seven years ago when she was like, I don't know how old she was in the picture. Some people are saying that she was like 19. Other people said it was like an older pic and she was like like 16. But like she was young. It was like a long time ago. She was young. Her hair was still like red from 
when she did Victorious, that Nickelodeon show. Like, it was, like, from a while ago. And she has, like, no makeup on because she was, like, swimming. She's, like, in her bathing suit. Her hair's, like, kind of wet. And she's, like, a cute little selfie she took. She's, like, doing the peace sign. And he, like, posted this quote. Oh, man, I should have written it down, but I've told you guys multiple times I'm not a professional. He, like, posted it on his Twitter and was, like, Ariana Grande looks and acts like she's 12 years old. Like, if you take away those boots that she hides her legs in and, like, makeup, then she, the, like, women at that work at Starbucks are prettier than her. Something along those lines. And it, like, came out of nowhere. Like, I'm pretty sure Ariana Grande has no idea who Michael Rappaport even is. Like, it truly came out of nowhere. <laughs> he just, like, randomly decided to post on Twitter this old-ass picture of Ariana Grande and then, like, say that she's, like, fake and that, like, women who work at Starbucks are prettier than her. And there's multiple things wrong with this. First of all, he said, like, if you take away those boots, she hides her legs in. Like, I didn't know, like, wearing thigh-high boots made you prettier in the face. Um, I'm not sure that Michael Rappaport knows how makeup works, but it has nothing to do with boots. Unless you're talking about the UK makeup store called Boots. Maybe he's confused there. But actual shoes that are boots don't have any effect on your makeup. Now, do I look like a hot-ass bitch and I have stellar confidence when I wear thigh-high boots? Hell yeah, but, like, that has no effect on my makeup. Um, also, she was, like, a teenager in that picture, and it was, like, from years ago, where she was, like, swimming. <laughs> also, she still looked pretty. Also, I'm sorry, who's to say that women aren't prettier than Ariana Grande just because they work at Starbucks? Your job does not equal your beauty? That confuses me. You could probably be a hot-ass supermodel working at Starbucks. Like, they, Starbucks isn't like, oh, we only hire, like, people that are uglier than Ariana Grande. Like, I'm sure there is someone prettier than Ariana Grande working at a Starbucks. I don't get what working at a Starbucks has to do with anything! Or, like, working any customer service job. Like, people <laughs> are allowed to be pretty and work normal jobs. Ugh. Also, beauty is, like, subjective. Also, Michael, you're ugly. That's the whole thing about this. And I'm not just saying that because, like, he, like, ragged on Ariana. But he, like, truly is not an attractive person. And I noticed I said beauty is subjective, but I don't know a lot of people who would find him attractive. Also, he's clearly ugly because he felt like he could post that. And, like, that makes him ugly as a person. Um, and then he, like, so people were, like, freaking out because they were, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what was the point of posting this? Like, this girl's just 26. She's had, like, a terrible year. Like, <laughs> I don't get, like, where this is coming from or, like, why felt, like why you hate women so much. But, like, fuck off. Like, it caused, like, a huge outrage because people were, like, fuck off, dude. Like, what the hell? And then he, like, freaked out and he was, like, you guys are all just hypocritical snowflakes. Like, you're such a hypocrite. Like, I can talk about Donald Trump and shit-talk Donald Trump all day long, and you guys cheer me on and call me a hero, hero, but the one time I say something bad about Ariana Grande, you guys, like, throw a temper tantrum. And it's like, yeah, that's not being a hypocrite, and those are, like, that... <laughs> That is, like, not the definition of being a hypocrite. You can talk shit about Donald Trump all you want because he put a Muslim ban on people and, like, put children in cages. And overall, it's just, like, a racist, sexist human being who openly said that he sexually assaulted someone. 
Um, and he's just pretty terrible, and he doesn't hide being racist and sexist. So, you're allowed to talk shit about those people. But Ariana Grande is just, like, this singer who's done nothing but, like, try to spread love. I mean, she, like, her concert got bombed and children died. And, like, a week later, she came back and performed for the whole city and raised, like, I think it was, like, $22 million for, like, the survivors. So, like, what the fuck? That's not being a hypocrite. Those are two different things. That'd be, like, that'd be, like, oh, so I can talk all the shit I want about Hitler, but the second I talk shit about Oprah, you guys are mad? You guys are hypocrites. Like, that's, like, saying that. Like, you're allowed to talk shit about Hitler. You're allowed to talk shit about Donald Trump, but you're not allowed to talk shit about, like, a random girl and her looks for no reason. Like, (laughs) that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Uh, So, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. He's, I guess he's just bored and pathetic and sad. And like, oh, he said like something about how she like, like he feels bad for Pete Davidson because she like, acts like she's 12 and, like, entices these men and then, like, breaks their heart. And it's like, if these men are being enticed because they're attracted to someone who acts like they're 12, then, like, they have other issues. And, like, even if, like, she does, quote-unquote, entice men, like, that's not her problem. Like, they need to be stronger if they're going to be in relationships and, like, their mental issues aren't her problem or her fault. Or anyone's fault besides their own. And it's not even their fault. But, like, it has nothing to do with, like, her enticing them. And, like, especially not because she, quote-unquote, acts like she's 12. Like, what a weird thing to say. (sighs) Y'all, why do people have to keep coming for her? I feel like she's so positive and tries to just make, like, the best out of every situation she's in. And she's, like, been through, like, the most traumatic year. And she's just truly just been, like... Okay, like I'm just gonna spread love and like hope for the best for everyone, and like people just like get mad at that. <laughs> like people are blaming her for like Kanye freaking out, and then people are blaming her for Pete being suicidal. People are blaming her for Mac Miller overdosing. Like none of these issues are hers. Like Mac Miller had addiction issues on and off. And that's why she specifically broke up with him, because she was like, I can't be with an addict anymore. And I'm sure all of you guys would do the same thing. Like, she tried for two years and was like, okay, I have to, like, live for myself. And then Pete, like, has mental health issues. So, like, those are his issues don't stem for anything that she's doing. And her tweet had nothing to do with, like, making fun of mental illness or any any involvement of him whatsoever she like adopted Mac Miller's dog like her his family gave her his dog like they clearly do not blame her in the slightest she like put on that benefit concert for all the victims of the bombing god she just does so much and like people are just on her ass all the time she like never says anything bad and like one guy was like wow like years ago she looked a donut and she said hate america i hate america but i guess y'all forgot about that and just want to hate on Ma- michael rapaport for no reason and it's like yeah when she was like 20 years old she like acted stupid and like licked a donut and said she hate america <laughs> listen 
She was 20. She was a fucking idiot. I think she's probably grown since then a lot. (sighs) Anyways. (laughs) That's all I got for y'all today. I know it wasn't anything. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No. I have one more thing for you guys. So. (laughs) Y'all remember the show That's So Raven? That show was my fucking jam, by the way. Disney Channel, Friday nights, what up, what up. Even when I was, like, in high school, and then it was, like, Corey in the house, and I still watch that shit. I still watch Disney Channel up until I moved to Seattle, and that was only because um, I didn't have cable anymore. But, yes. <laughs> That's our Raven. You guys remember Eddie? He was Raven's best friend. Well, look, the character Eddie is played by actor Orlando Brown, and since the show ended, he has gotten into drugs um, over the years. There's been, like, multiple instances of him either, like, getting arrested or just, like, weird videos of him, like, showing him, like, fucked up. I don't know what he's on, like, meth. Like, it's not like, oh, drugs, like, haha, he just, like, did some coke, and now he's just, like, coked out. No, it's, like, hardcore drugs that, like, like, crack. <laughs> like, something's fucked up. Like, there, a few weeks ago, there was, like, a video release of him, and he was just, like, like, almost having, like, a seizure, but he was, like, not having a seizure. So it was just, like, him acting like that, because he was, like, so fucked up on drugs that he was just, like, throwing his body back and forth and, like, making weird noises. Um, so he went on Dr. Phil this week. <laughs> And he's fucked up, fucked up, all the way fucked up. And he, like, has weird contacts in that make him look like he has, like, blue snake eyes. (laughs) Y'all, it's a lot. And he just spewed, like, a lot of random nonsense. He says that he has four children aging from, I think, like, two to 18. Like, he had a child when he was on That So Raven and no one knew. So he has children from two years, he's four children from two years old to 18 or 16 to 18. He doesn't know. He's never met any of them. He doesn't know their names and he's not exactly sure how old they are, but he wants to be in their lives now, um, which I'm sure their baby mamas are like watching that interview like, um, I'm good. Enjoy. (laughs) I'm good. Love. Enjoy. So yeah, he doesn't know their names. And he, Dr. Phil's like, how do you, like, not know their names, but you, like, know they exist? And he's like, well, because I've never met them. And, like, that doesn't make sense to me. Just because you haven't met someone doesn't mean you don't know their names. But, like I said, he was all the way fucked up. And then he said that he wanted to marry Raven Simone, which I'm sure she, isn't she, like, a lesbian? (laughs) So I'm sure she's also like, I'm good, love, enjoy. Don't bring me into this mess. I do not know you like that anymore. Also, like I said, I'm pretty sure she's a lesbian. Right? She came out and said that, right? I don't know. I don't really keep up with her anymore. She's kind of a mess on her own. Um, And then he said that his dad is Michael Jackson. Because... <laughs> Dr. Phil was like, do you even know, like, where you are? Do you know what your name is? And he was like, yeah, it's Orlando Brown, Prince Blanket, Michael Jackson. And he was like, that's your name? Why do you think that's your name? And he was like, because I'm Michael Jackson's son. 
<laughs> and like it's not funny because like clearly he has like drug issues and like a lot of people are coming for dr phil being like dr phil's like exploiting him which like i don't know because it's like he clearly wanted to be on there his it's like manager clearly like let him be on that show like you have to get like people don't just like go on tv shows like you have to get a lot of clearance through like a lot of people in order to be like a guest on a tv show um so like he clearly like wants to be there and like no one's forcing him to do all these drugs so it's like it's not funny because it's like sad to see someone who had like such a great life and career just be like fucked up but like it's like funny to the point where it's like this is crazy absurd like you think your dad is michael jackson and you have four children and you don't know their names what's happening it's just it's just like absurd because it's like he was on a Disney show for like years. He was a main character on a Disney show for years. And now he thinks Michael Jackson's his dad and he's like fucked up on Dr. Phil. There's like no part of me that have like has ever wanted to be like a child actor. Like that just seems people barely make it out and it's like even if you make it out and you don't and you like don't become famous, you still have to be like oh, now I'm an accountant at 35, even though, like, I used to be, like, friends with Steven Spielberg when I was, like, 12. (laughs) Like, I can't imagine, like, that weirdness. Or you're, like, one of the few people that made it out and your life is constantly being, like, how did you make it out from being, like, a teenage Disney Channel star when the rest of them sucked? And you're just constantly, like, followed with that question. Yeah, there's, like, no part of me that would have ever wanted to be a child star. Um, but yeah, so that was my last thing. (laughs) You guys can watch that interview. I think it's, like, on YouTube, I'm sure. If you already haven't seen it, like, going around Twitter. It's crazy. Um, speaking of things going around Twitter, I guess that's not my last thing. Um, oh, and then I actually have... (laughs) Y'all, I have so much to tell you. Um, I guess that's not actually my last thing. My two last things are... One, Debbie Ryan, also from a Disney Channel show called Jessie, which I watched all the time when I was in college. I thought it was a really good show. She was a nanny for these, like, seven kids, and they're all different races because they were adopted because their parents were actors, So, and they lived in a penthouse in New York. Her name's Debbie Ryan. She's now the star of that show, Insatiable, on Netflix. She just got engaged yesterday to... um. Joshua Dunn, I want to say his name is. He's one of two parts of 21 Pilots. So, Josh Dunn, I think. Y'all, I don't know. I don't really fuck with 21 Pilots. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people, like, are diehard fans, but I just really can't get into the music. But yes, he's part of 21 Pilots. Him and his brother are, like, the two people in 21 Pilots. And him and Debbie Ryan got engaged yesterday, so that's cute. We'll add them to our crazy engaged couple list, although I think they've been dating for a while, so I don't really think it's, like, crazy. Um, and then, yes, yeah, speaking of Twitter, if anybody's on Twitter right now, y'all, that video <laughs> that's going around Twitter right now with Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld, Louis C.K., and Ricky Gervais. Yikes. Yikes. That's all I'm going to say. I can't, I can believe it because those men are trash, but I'm also just, like, in awe of just, like, what the fuck? Um, if you guys don't know, there's, like, a video from an old MTV, or old HBO special from, like, eight years ago, I think, 
And it's Chris Rock saying that Louis C.K. is the N-word. And then Louis C.K. and Ricky Gervais just keep saying the N-word back and forth to each other. And Jerry Seinfeld just, like, looks, like, very uncomfortable. And then he's like, I don't think that you guys should say that. And they're like, that's the difference between all of us. Like, two of us say it on stage and two of us say it on private. But Jerry Seinfeld doesn't say it at all. (laughs) Like, calling, kind of implying that he's, like, pathetic because he doesn't say the N-word. And they're like, I bet you've never said it in your life. And he's like, yeah, no, I haven't. And he was like, I don't find the humor of it and I don't seek to find the humor in it. It's crazy. And then people are like, oh my god, the culture these days is so annoying. Like, everyone wants to be offended by anything. Blah, blah, blah. This is so old. Why are you getting bad about it now? And it's like, well, I'm sorry that I didn't know about this thing eight years ago. Sometimes I don't see every little thing that happens in pop culture. Especially when I was, like, 18. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, like, I never knew about that HBO special until today. That's why I'm upset about it to today, because it's like, eight years ago is not that long ago, and you were definitely not allowed to say the N-word. Well, you should have never said the N-word when you're white. But, like, it definitely wasn't cool then, and it's definitely not cool now. So, like, what the fuck? (laughs) And, like, it just proves that Louis C.K. has been trash. He's trash. I didn't know about um, Ricky Gervais, though. I didn't know that about him, but I guess he's trash too, damn! <laughs> and like, I don't know. It was just crazy. <sighs> that's what's going on in Twitter at the moment. So, anyways, that's all I have for you guys today. Me and Megan will be back on Wednesday when we go over the new cast for The Bachelor. We'll read you guys their bios, give you a little background. That way you guys can um, choose. I always like to choose... Like, three girls who I think are going to be runners-up before the show starts. So, we'll read those on Wednesday. And then I highly encourage you guys to choose three girls. And then maybe DM them to me. That way we can see who we everyone thinks is going to be in the lead. And then, yeah, the new season starts, I think, the second week of January. I think, like, January 7th is the second season, so then we'll be back January 9th, and we'll talk about the first episode. And, yeah, until then, go follow me on Instagram. It's Pop Culture Podcast on there, and it's pretty lit. And that's it. All right, see you guys on Wednesday. I hope everyone has a very, very Merry Christmas. Bye, guys.